What's up, what well, that's good, fam? Y'all, this is a very special episode, clearly because I'm actually in person with our guest, and we have an amazing guest today. If you don't know her, this is Franny. Is your last name still Cash? It's Kane now, Kane. but it was Cash. So. Hey, that's like so similar. I like, know, only two letter Kane, change. That's awesome. Not so, that hard. Franny <laughs> Kane used to be Franny Cash. She is in We the Kingdom, a family band, right? Family bands, I yes. love it because my family does so much together, and they also just had a new album come out August the 7th so you need to go check it out I love it I Thanks. love it so much what's the name of the album thank you for listening it's called Holy Water okay like I wasn't I was like am so, I gonna butcher this because no, I love good. the song so much that's like my favorite song <laughs> on the album they're all great oh, but that is you. the album name uh for a good reason so everybody go check that out and this episode is going to be also a little bit different. It's so fun because I actually have somebody to answer the DMs with me. So a lot of times we go through the DMs you send on the Whoa That's Good podcast Instagram page. And today it won't just be me answering them, but it will be Franny. So we have some more wisdom and fun over here. But first, because it is the Whoa That's Good podcast and you've never been on it, never. what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, it's so hard because I've I know. been given so much good advice and I was kind of thinking through this because I love your podcast and I, I love that you asked that question. And one of my friends one time told me, she's a dear friend and a dear mentor of mine, but she told me to live from love and not for love. That's great. And I love that because I think every, when you live like you're loved by God, then everything out of that, just there's a beautiful flow from that. You're not trying to earn his approval. You're not trying to earn his affection. It doesn't matter the good or the bad things that you do. It just matters that you're loved. And I think, yeah, it's just everything is sweeter from that place. That's so good. Your motivations are are purer, I think. And so I'm still trying to to learn what that means in every moment to live from the secure place of knowing that God loves me. But it, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I love it. It takes out that that, like desperation. I feel like, you know how we joke, we're like, girl, you thirsty, but really like we're thirsty, we're desperate for that love. And my little sister said this the other day, I thought it was genius. She's 17, but she should be like 45 because she's (laughs) so smart. But these girls were like talking to her about relationships and she was like, yeah, like I've been in some really bad relationships. And then they said, Mm -hmm. oh, and then you met Jacob, which is her boyfriend now. And she said, no, then I met Jesus. And I was like, come on, Bella. And she was like, because so had I not met Jesus, exactly. then I wouldn't have that relationship with Jacob. And I think that's kind of just like goes along with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's like when we live in that place that like we know love, we've met love, exactly. you know, then you can walk into love in other ways, whether it's a boyfriend. Totally your husband, your friendships or anything. So I love that. What a great way to kick this off. But people send in some great DMs. And I know you recently got married. We talked about the name change. So somebody asked a question about that. They said, I've recently been struggling with the idea of the one. How do you know Mm -hmm. when your husband was the one for you? Do you think that God handpicks the one that you're supposed to be with for Mm -hmm. the rest of your life? Wow. That's a great question. I don't think that there's one person for you. I think that if that was the case, we would have all (laughs) messed it up by now. I do think that there's a person and there are people that you can be more compatible with. Mm -hmm. At least for me with my story, I started dating Austin a little over a year and a half ago. And I had so much anxiety at the beginning of it. I just just gone out of a relationship that it ended okay. Just he wasn't the person that I felt like I was supposed to marry. So I was still trying to recover from that and didn't want to have my heart broken again Mm -hmm. and all that. So I had a lot of anxiety with Austin. And I think I felt that fear of having a relationship fail. I took that as God saying no, and he's not 
not the one and all that. So it really sent me into a, a long process with the Lord where I was just really confused. And I, I think I would get discouraged when I heard other people be like, oh, I knew two weeks in. And I was like, I was five months in and I didn't, yeah. I still didn't know. But but I kept praying and, and being like, Lord, I literally will break up at any mm-hmm. moment if yeah. he's not the person that, that um, I'm supposed to marry, if it's not the right time, if my heart's not in the right place, whatever it is. And eventually, like, I definitely had that moment where I just mm-hmm. had so much peace, so much confidence that he was the person that I was supposed to marry. Awesome. I do think, though, that if I had married someone else who loved the Lord, and I think God would bless that. But I definitely think it's good to wait for yeah. his direction and, and through great. prayer and all that. So that's yeah, great. I, don't know. I love that. I, yeah. I actually 100% agree with you because I think if we put the pressure on ourselves that it's mm-hmm. just one person, we like view it as like this treasure hunt. Like we had to find the one person. And how are you going to find the one person out of seven billion people? Like exactly. the Lord is going to lead yeah. us to those people. But there are the one if, whenever they're compatible with what God's doing in your life right. and they're pushing you forward and you know in Genesis it's a very simple thing of talking Mm. about the one it's like God's like I'm gonna create a helper for you because it's not good for man to be alone so I like to think about like that like is the person helping you is it good for you is this a good relationship are you better with them Um, are you running towards your God-sized dreams and I was the same way with Christian like when we started dating we took it slow at the beginning Mm. really slow because he was my sister's friend and I was like he's my sister's friend you know (laughs) and so I was like, I don't know if I can see this, um, but I thought he was so cute and I thought he was awesome. So we just kept talking, kept talking, kept talking. And then I was the same way. I was like, Lord, if this is not the relationship that you have right. for me, like I will give it up in a heartbeat. And even though I, I'm starting to love him, I love mm. you more. Like Again, exactly. like from love, like that's I love it. you more. I don't want to do anything yes. that's going to separate me from you, God. I want something that's going to bring me even closer to you. And then I started mm. realizing like Christian really was bringing me closer to him. Totally, I was so much stronger. I was so much more confident. And I think that's when you know like, okay, this person could very well be the one. All right, so we have so many great questions. Somebody says, how do you keep your friends close while you're in a relationship? And I want to ask you this because I kind of struggle with this, and Mm. my friends and I had so many conversations about this. But when you start dating, you're like, it's so hard to navigate. But what did that look like for you? Most of my closest friends are long distance. They were in college or in in different parts of the world. And so that made it even more challenging, I think. But I think it is really important to try, at least in the first half of your dating, the first mm-hmm. part of dating, I think it's really important to to really have your girls, to talk to them, to yeah. call them, to tell them what's up, tell them what's going on, like how you feel about him. Because even it was so sweet at our wedding, a couple of my best friends who I'd really like been filling in on all the de- by the process of our yeah. of how I fell in love with Austin, they got to talk about that at the wedding and wow. be like, I remember this stage and that's this stage sweet. and this stage. And I just think that's such a gift to have people that get to see and be a part of your journey. I do think there's a transition that needs to happen towards, you know, engagement and into marriage where you definitely have your husband be the first person. So true. But even then, like, I think when I go spend time with with my girls or with my friends, with my band, with my people, then it's awesome to come back. And I feel even more like fool for awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm it's like, awesome. so I think it's important to, even when you're married, have yeah. your people and spend time so true. with those other people. But I mean, I love doing everything with awesome. Yeah. So it's hard. 
So true. No, I feel the same way. And it's funny because like when you do go do whatever, like go hang out with your friends or even he goes and hangs out with his friends. It's so fun when you come out together, especially when you're married because you have like fresh content. Yes. Like, so what happened? It's you the know? best. It I is know. the best. And it makes you like fall in love all over again. It's you're so like, true. Oh, I just been a day. It's so true because when you're with your friends, I mean, you're with your husband, you're like this too. Like, you're, you know, you're yourself, you're groupy, you're crazy. But when you're with like your friends, it's like this other level of like untapped craziness. That, and then you go back and you're like still that hype. Totally. Totally. I love it's it. awesome. That's I love it. But yeah, for me and my friends, we navigated that a little bit. Like Lainey and I, best friends, and uh, she and I had always prayed that we'd meet our husbands at the same time. Oh. And it was so cool because literally on me and Christian's first date, Lainey came because it was like a group thing. Sarah Grizzly, all of our friends like came. We went to a Luke Bryan concert and Christian so was there. Fun. And Lainey was like mad at me. I didn't know until later because she was so mad that I was going on a date before she had a date because she was like, we <laughs> said we were gonna meet our husband at the same time and I'm like girl I'm sorry like I'm at the Lord I cannot like make this happen and who even knows he's my husband so this whole talk so while we're there she knew she knew so while we're there she goes I'm gonna go scout up my options and she walks over and like literally so dramatically goes to scout and she goes he's pretty cute and I was like you think he's cute and my mom was there she's like you think he's cute she's like that's um my friend's like nephew I'm gonna go talk to him like let me introduce y'all and no Lainey's way. like no, no 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 so she does Sure enough, that's Clayton, who Lainey married two no weeks way. after me and Christian got married. Yes. So they met on our first day, got engaged two weeks after us, got married two weeks after us. So, I mean, oh literally at the same time. Word, that is awesome. Yes. And I said to say, like, Lainey, like, wow. we joke about her being mad, but she actually really was mad. Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks, depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash sadie rob summer that's 20 percent off your summer adventure at kiwico k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash sadie rob summer
Spring is a great time to start something new, right? So whether it's cleaning or a new hobby or a new audiobook, a good story is always a great way to start a new journey and Audible has all that you need. I come from a family of great storytellers, so I know Audible is the home of storytelling, which is where I want to be. Audible lets you enjoy all your favorite audio entertainment together in one app. There's always something new to discover or you can rediscover some of your old favorites. Audible has an incredible selection of audiobooks from every genre like bestsellers, new releases, memoirs, mysteries and thrillers, business and more. It is the destination for mind-blowing entertainment with selections of mystery and thrillers that will keep your heart racing. And with next listen recommendations, there's always something irresistible at your fingertips. Plus, members get full access to a huge and growing selection of included audiobooks and audible originals and even podcasts like, well, that's good. So you can download them or stream them anytime, anywhere. Audible members can also pick one title each month to keep from the entire catalog, which is some serious benefits, y'all. The newly included selection of titles makes your Audible membership even more valuable and gives you the chance to discover your next favorite thing. With thousands of titles available, you're definitely going to find something that you love all in one convenient app. So I know some of you are into, you know, thrillers, crime, mystery. And I got to be honest, that's not really been my thing. So I told Bella, okay, Bella, tell me what I could like listen to that wouldn't scare me, but I would like be into it. And she told me about this title called The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Dave. And so I started it and John Luke loved it too. And so I'm just now on the cusp of it. And y'all, let me tell you, it is very entertaining. You do want to listen to see what happened next. So if y'all are into that, Audible is a great place to find those too. New members can try Audible now for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash Woe or just text Woe to 500 500. That's audible, A U D I B L E dot com slash Woe or text Woe to 500 500 to try Audible for free for 30 days. And it's like funny because, you know, we can't see the full picture that God has, right? So Uh, sometimes like we get frustrated and we take that out on our friends. But like if you just like move that to prayer, like wait and see what God is going to do because he had like this beautiful story for us. And it's funny because like now we laugh at Lenny being mad. But I mean, God just had this epic plan. And that's not always God's plan is going to be different for everybody. That doesn't mean you're going to meet your guy two weeks after your best friend. You know, that that doesn't always happen. And there were hard things that me and Lainey had to navigate through that were totally different than that. But I say it to say, like, if that's you, hang on for a little bit totally. and just trust God in the process. He writes great stories. Great. Especially he really does. love stories. Great He's love stories. He's really good at it. He He's is. so good. Thinking back to when you were single, because I know we have a lot of single ladies out there, single guys too watching. What are some of those prayers that you pray in that time? And, and what did that time look like for you whenever you were single? Mm. I honestly, I loved, I loved being single. I really did because I think that God does write beautiful love stories with a man and a, a woman, but he writes even better love stories with himself and That's you. That's awesome, yeah. And I, I mean, I could cry thinking about it. God really drew me so close to his heart and loved on me so much during that time where it was like just us. And it mm-hmm. was so special. Like awesome. I remember I did YWAM. Have you heard of YWAM? Uh-huh. So I did YWAM. And during my time there, I just experienced so much closeness 
closeness to the Lord. And obviously not every season of my life has felt like that. There've been some really, really hard seasons, but that one in particular was a season where I felt God pursuing my heart and calling me away with him and like, come away, my beloved, let me talk to you. And, and that time was so beautiful. I just, I remember getting this ring where I would like, every time I looked at it, I would think of the Lord and it was, it was really sweet. So it was just a time for that. And then one of my friends was like, you can go on dates with God. And I was like, no, like, because uh, like, Jesus is not just our boyfriend. He's a reverent, high, and amazing. Yeah. He's the God of all creation. He's Jesus, the Savior of the world. He's so much, but he he is our lover. Yeah. And so being able to to go on days with the Lord and, like, read my Bible or pray or whatever, it was, That's like, awesome. so rich. I took a trip by myself one time, and by myself I was, like, praying the whole time. And it was amazing and I think like I actually never I didn't know if I was going to get married I didn't know if I wanted to be married I didn't know if that was what God had for me so I never really prayed like for my future husband which I probably should have now but God he covered me don't (laughs) worry so (laughs) he had your back I never really prayed for that I, I really just like think that that time of falling in love with Jesus was what prepared my heart for marriage and I was even thinking about this morning I was like I've been I mean obviously there's been crazy seasons but for the, I've loved the Lord for a while and so it's been like we've had a way longer relationship than Austin and I ever yeah. will and that's kind of nice to that's be like awesome. we've been together for way longer than <laughs> you know like, we've been together like 23 years <laughs> yeah, yeah I was like <laughs> that's awesome but that. it was it's sweet so I think yeah I mean God wants to love on you and, I love and that he's really good at it so <laughs> that's great what a hope I love it that was awesome what Thanks about you what was your oh, you no know, hey I will go there I love no. it I love <laughs> how you backfire because I'm like no I need to think about this. You know, whenever I was single, I will say, I I made the mistake of constantly trying to just have a guy in my life, have Mm. a boy in my life. And when I look back, I'm like, why did I do that? You know, why did I, why did I do that? Like, I was just totally dating to date, dating because it was nice to have somebody there, nice to have somebody around. But hindsight 2020, that ended up hurting me a lot. You Mm. know, like it was just more hurt and and time that I could have spent just myself with the Lord. Yeah. Now again, God covered me and he's so good and mm. throughout the whole time I felt like I was deepening my relationship with the Lord, but at the same time I was distracting myself with other guys. And so I had moments of single pockets. Totally. And and, <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I love them. And as I'm saying like it was so good and it it's was good. so good for my relationship with the Lord. But then I kept going back into that lure of like wanting a boyfriend. And so I think when I met Christian, the amazing thing is the day before I met him, I told my friends because I knew I was on the cycle. Like everybody saw it. I like kept dating guy after guy after guy. I said, you know what? I'm done with this. I broke up with this guy. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm like, I'm not dating anybody <laughs> for like at least till the end of the year. It was in July. So I was like, give myself six months. I was like, I am stopping this pattern, all this stuff. And my friend was like, okay, I'm recording you say this. It was actually Lainey, Sarah, and Gracie. So I turned on the recorder <laughs> and I'm like, this is safe, Rob. And I'm done dating until That's the end of this so year, funny. all this stuff. And the next day, <laughs> I was at the beach and I saw Christian. Yes, so and good. I was like dang it I immediately was like why did I make that video but I knew because my pride was in the way pride was saving me this time and I looked at them at first I said delete the video and then Lainey was like no she's like you do not do not and so I was like okay I will not talk to him I will avoid him so I spent the whole night avoiding him at all costs and he was like back there standing by Sarah and Gracie and I remember I was like he's gonna date one of them and I'm gonna be so mad I made that video but I was like Lord 
I will not talk to him. So I avoid him the whole night. So at the very end of the did night. Did he know? Did he pick up on the fact that you were well, avoiding him? Well, later, yes. Okay. But at the time, so like, no. All my friends say he was, like, trying to catch up to me the whole time. But I was, like, hightailing. So, so we were, like, all in a circle at the end of the night. And it was so funny. I said something about, I had just gone skydiving, and I was like, oh, it was amazing. And then Christian said, like, oh, would you ever go, like, shark cage diving? I was like, no. And he was like, I would. And I'm like, okay, he's a man, you know, like, starting to, like, think he's kind of cute. And so then at the end of the night, he said, so you know I'm the only person in my family that you don't follow on Instagram. And I was like, oh, really? Ha ha. And I, like, knew I didn't. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then I, like, avoided it. I was like, can't follow him because then we're going to start DMing and, you know. And so then I gave it, like, three days. Because now I tell girls, hey, give yourself three days, you know. (laughs) Like, three days is a good time. Jesus spent three days in the tomb. You got to give yourself some time to think, right? Exactly. So I thought about it. And then I was like, okay. You know what? I'm not dating him by following him on Instagram. Just following him on Instagram. So I follow <laughs> him and I get this notification pop up. And I was like, did he already DM me? That is so weird. Like, that was so fast. <laughs> and I click on it and he had DM me two years ago. I never saw it. Aww. And talk about guy writing a really beautiful story. He had like seen me at Passion and he was like, I love the Lord's doing That's your life. so sweet. So we started like not talking, but literally just talking, getting to know each other. And like for like two months, mm-hmm. we had just like talked as friends. Like we didn't flirt. Like my friends would be like, Christian, I'd be like, no, like, don't even say it. Like, we're not, like, we have not flirted at all. We're talking about, like, the Bible. I we're talking it. about, like, books we're reading, sermons we're listening to. And what it did, though, is that repositioning in my heart, it's like I'm not going to date for a while. It slowed me down to get okay. to know him as a person. And, like, totally. every other relationship I've been in literally lasted two months. For us, we, like, talked oh, two months getting awesome. to know each other before we ever, like, stepped into dating. And so for you, like, maybe you're her story and you, like, Brocked singlehood, you were like, Oh, man, I, de- I definitely you know, like, hard days did not have as much as I should have. Hard days, hard days, but just in the sense of like, I traveled by myself, I got to know myself, I had mm. this sweet time with the Lord. Like, He is the creator of all things, but He's also the one that I love. Like, those things, or maybe you're like me and you've just like consistently like put a guy in your life to just mm. date somebody to date. Like, God's gonna cover you in all things, He's totally. in all things, He, he is love Himself, yes. but at the same time, it's never too late to stop. Stop a pattern or a cycle that you're going on and just reposition mm. your heart with the Lord. And it's never too late to say, okay, God, like I'm in a great place with you. And now this guy's great. And that doesn't mean you're replacing God mm. with this guy. You're just welcoming into your story. And so wherever you're at, God's in it and he's good because he's literally like writing totally. the story of your life and with you in all things. I love that we just talked about that. that was I so love fun. it too. I do think there's another cycle that we can have in, in our hearts sometimes where we feel like we have to know the person is the one like so the first date that we go on and I think I think I did that where yeah. I date a guy and be like God like wants me to. I didn't want to do anything <laughs> yeah. that wasn't like God's will so I'd be like God probably wants me to marry him and yeah. then it just wasn't and I put too much so I think that yep. going on a date here and there is so is it can be really healthy actually so if true you treat the person with respect and if it's like you know just true. A, a good coffee or dinner date like that's good I think like I agree. don't have to put the pressure on I love that you'd spent two months just feeling it out like mm-hmm. same with Austin and I we were really good friends for a while and didn't put any pressure on it and even after we were officially dating I didn't know if we were gonna get married and I don't think that's a bad place to be I think keeping your hands open mm-hmm. is, so is healthy and until you know that so God true. like 
has for you so to be true. with the person. Because people say like date someone with the intention to marry them. And like that is so true. Like date someone with the intention to marry them. That doesn't mean you have to marry them. Totally. Like, you know, that's what my mom would always yeah. say because I'd be like, love is patient, love is kind. Like when my boyfriend's in a fight, she's like, for yes, that's God's love and that's for marriage. Like mm. those are whenever you're going to really have to like fight through things and yeah. work through things. But when you're dating somebody and they show signs that they're not the one, it's okay to break up because you're considering the one in the totally. future, you know? I think that totally. is such a good point. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so this is so relatable, but I want to kind of add a little bit to this. But they said, how do you deal with someone who is spreading false rumors about you? Oh, Oh, I feel like I dealt with this in high school, but I am still dealing with it as a young adult, too. I struggle to not get angry. I want to defend truth. Do I be silent? Do I speak up? So basically, she's just going through a lot. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. And I do think that Mm -hmm. people think that's just for high school, but it's not. So for you, have you dealt with that? And two, I think you could even go into the social media aspect of things. I mean, you all have a following Mm -hmm. dealing with comments or people and all those things. How do you go through that? Well, first of all, I mean, I'm so sorry. That is so painful. That's so, that is so hard. And that's really sad. And even though you know who you are and you're God's child and you're everything that he says you are, that's still, it's so painful. And it's been painful for me when I've experienced slander, when I've experienced that. And, Mm -hmm. and yeah. And and for me, in terms of when there've been rumors spread, I think the best way is to go, the Bible says, if, if your brother has an ought against you to go to your brother and, and to confront him. And it's like, when your brother has a problem with you, you go to him. And so I think it's important to go to the person that is spreading the rumors or who is, yeah, saying false things about you or is being hurtful to you and and to like talk to them about it, buy them coffee, be like, hey, I just don't understand, you know, what's, what did I do Mm -hmm. to do this or, you know, whatever, just to have a really good, healthy conversation. And if they're not willing to talk about it and if they're still bitter towards you or if they're still spreading those rumors to I mean really the only thing that you can do is is love and I think yeah. obviously there's probably going to be a righteous anger that you feel there's going to be an anger that you feel I felt that and there's a difference between the toxic anger and the and so the true. righteous anger and the toxic anger I mean that can only be healed through forgiveness which takes a long time so true. but then righteous anger is good because it shows you your heart's motives your desires of your heart your your passions for justice That's and great. and stuff and I think that if you let it that the Lord use your passion for justice that you've experienced through being hurt, then it will, you can use it to help other people, you know? And so in terms of like the comments, I think our music, some of the songs are different from what other people have heard in the Christian music world and and stuff. And there's some things we talk a lot about vulnerability or all these kinds of things. And we do get a lot of comments where people are, are frustrated or offended or yeah, there've been some really hurtful comments about how the music is like, Mm. Hellenist because it's like wow. rowdy and yeah. it's like we need to go back to the hymns of old and demons are like crazy stuff wow. and you're like what like wow. how did you get there from yeah. there like yeah but obviously there's a story there I mean I don't yeah. know there's a story why they are offended by right. the genre the type of music or what we're talking about and I've tried a few times it can get hard with a lot of you know a lot of comments and stuff but a couple times I'll just like audio message like hey like really understand yeah. you know what why do you think this and it's not our heart at all and yeah I've actually had some amazing conversations over That's social cool. media with people wow. who will be like you have been so kind thank you wow. for approaching me like I totally understand what you're saying now and That's I didn't awesome. before and it's like love covers a multitude of wrong which is really hard sometimes yeah. but that's been cool to see those great outcomes come out of that. really initially bad 
situations. I but, love that. Yeah. That's but awesome. what about for you with, with oh, yeah. I'm sure you've experienced that. It's definitely that. hard for sure. I actually just recently was super challenged by this. It was like one of the executives at Nike, she was at this global leadership conference and she was talking about how like they used to get so much hate. And then one day they were mm-hmm. like, why don't we just ask them like how we can help, like how we can help wow. just hear them out. And I was like, that is so cool. Like that they would ask the people who are hating on them, how they can wow. help make things better. And, you know, like you said, sometimes so cool. you're going to take that advice. And then sometimes, sometimes it's just not right. Like, like you said, like you can approach somebody once and maybe it'll go great. And right. if, if they don't have the ears to hear and they don't want to listen, they're still going to be in their place. You have to, you know, stand up for yourself and yeah. be confident enough to say like okay I know who I am I wish you the best but there's nothing else to talk about you know I actually remember recently I was getting this girl she was hating on my page over some things that I was really passionate about about like mission work and mission trips and stuff and she just didn't agree with it she Uh felt like you should help your own country which we do help our own country but it was just super big hate but it bothered me enough that I felt like I should DM her and I never really tap into it because my family's been in this for like six years and we get all kinds of hate and I'm things sure, and yeah. and also way more positive but also you know you have those people and, and the one just feels I know, so big I know like, it's like, it's I the know, one it's you terrible. remember yeah and so I was like I'm gonna reach out and I'm just gonna like kind of enlighten her to like what my heart is why I care about this and maybe help her understand mm. a little bit and just see like why she's so bothered and so I messaged her privately mm. and she immediately responds sorry I don't have time to read this And in that moment, I was like, okay, this girl has time to go on my public page and publicly say all that, but privately she doesn't have time. And it makes you realize that some people aren't saying stuff because they really are mad or because they really care, but they just want the attention because she continued on my public page to talk about it, but she wouldn't respond privately. And so, like you said, you have to understand that, like, when people are saying stuff like, there's a story there. There's there's yeah. something going on in their own life. Maybe it's an insecurity. Maybe it's an attention-seeking thing. Maybe they see where you're at in life and they want to drag you down. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important that, like, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever your story is, like, you are so confident in totally. what— God is doing in your life and you're confident in the answers that you would give just yeah. like I could I could message her and say hey I see you're upset this is my heart mm-hmm. and that's why you want to be really in touch with what God is doing in your life and who you are because you can answer those questions about who you are and not yeah. let what they say become awesome. who you are and that goes from Instagram or in high school like high school gosh I yes I remember getting some hate in high school it's too so, it's hard it's, it's hard. so hard but knowing who you are and you might be like how in the world do I know who I am how do I get to that point and it truly is for me I mean just finding myself in scripture like God speaks so much life over you he literally formed you created you the Mm. fact that you're breathing means that he has a plan and so keeping all that in mind that when you go outside and you see this Mm. beautiful creation that God created you too it makes all this a lot easier have you ever read the story Punchinello? Max Lucado wrote this yes. book. And Lucia, she's so in this book, it's like this town of wooden characters, and they all give each other stars or dots for the good things that they do. They give them stars. If they do bad things, they get these black dots put on them and it just sticks to the their wooden characters. So this one girl, Lucia, is the only girl in the whole town who doesn't have any stars or any dots on mm-hmm. her. And this one little Wemmick, they're called Wemmicks. Um, <laughs> his name is Punchinello, and he's just covered in 
black dots. So he goes to her and he's like, how, how do you not have any of these stars or dots on you? And she said, it's easy. I just go spend time with the maker every day. And I love that because it, I think we think like, oh, we're doing good if we get all these like praises from people. But even that is like, that can be dangerous. You know, if you let that just, like you said, decide who you are or what you believe and what you stand for. It's like God gets to decide that and spending time with him is the only way you'll be able to get to that point. So I love that book. And like, honestly, we're never too old to read kids books. It's so good. So we should go read it. If you have not read it, seriously, go read that book. I remember reading that book like in elementary school, like our library teacher read it to us. And now like it's so much more impactful than it was then because I didn't really get it as significant whenever you're younger. But you're like, wow, like spending time with my maker, like whether it's the compliments you need to give back to him or the insults you need to give to him and let God just bring you back to who you totally. are sometimes you need a little humbling and sometimes you need a little a little booster exactly that's so true right? that's a good point all right so this is the last question I'll ask that somebody said and I, I love this question I love the authenticity she says how do you deal with your busy schedule I feel like I can barely find time to go to school work and sleep I feel like I can never fit in all of my things and I know with you you're literally mm-hmm. in a band you're married you have several things so many more things than mm-hmm. I know about because I recently followed you on Instagram mm-hmm. you have friendships to maintain you have a relationship with the Lord. How do you find time? What does that look like for you? This is funny that you're asking me that because last week was like, oh, promoting the record. It was a lot of stuff, which I'm so grateful for because I'm so passionate about the music. I'm so passionate about what God is doing in the band and and what he's doing in the world. So I'm so grateful to be a part, but mm-hmm. it was getting to the point where I was like, my voice is gone. Like yeah. I can't even like keep yeah. my eyes up. We were working really hard. So it was, it was exhausting. And I definitely was like, how, I don't, you know, can't, keep at this pace forever. I think like the balance of having set aside time where you rest is important. I think not resting all the time, but like, like the work that we have is such a gift from the Lord and being able to look at it as a blessing is awesome. But also taking that hour in the morning to rest, to, you know, take things slowly. And I think honestly, a lot of us, I think if we were honest with ourselves, if we spent a little bit of time off of social media, we would find time to like oh, for chill sure. and, you know, read and pray and yeah. all that. So I, I think, I mean, I, oh my word, I'm so grateful for the new iPhone thing yeah. that says the like, screen time. You've been on your phone for the face. Yeah. <laughs> Every Sunday I'm like, oof. I know. Yeah. I know. So I no, think that's that, good. that rest time is important because we can always make time for the things that are important. It's good. Yeah, what are you? I, I mean, love I that, and that's a great point. You. It's a great point. If you go on your screen time on your phone, it will literally tell you yeah. how much time you spent <laughs> on Instagram. So take that and then bring it into all of the things that you need to do. Love yeah. Instagram; it's fun, but it's not the most important thing in your life right. in the least bit. And I think when you're actually living your life, then you have an overflow to be able to post on social media for stuff like that. But mm. I, I love that you totally. asked that question to me too because I've struggled with the balance. And I think what I define was like rest is so important, but rest isn't always it'll look like a week or long or a month long sometimes you can't do that but like you said it can be that hour it can be for me like it's actually restful for me to play tennis like that's not everybody's rest but that helps my mind like stop for a minute or like it's rest to go work out like I like doing that and it's funny we recently heard a president's speech and not president trump but a president from the past and they were asked him, what does your time look like in the White House? Mm. And he said, every morning I woke up and for an hour I read the Bible 
And then I went through my mail. And then later in the afternoon, he said, and I didn't read the news because I was the news. And then he said, and I worked wow. out for an hour every day. And I was like, the president of the United States had time to read his Bible for an hour and work out for an hour. I'm like, if the president can find time if to do the that, president can. then we all can. It just means waking up a little earlier, carving out that time, going to bed a little bit sooner. Yeah. But that's so hard. And I feel like when you're walking in a relationship with the Lord, so many people say, how do you find time to read your Bible or do a devotional? And, you know, with the Lord, like, it doesn't just have to look like spending time in a devotional mm. at six in the morning. Mm. I always say this. I'm like, God did not set that date. Like he did not set that time. Like he's not disappointed with you if you sleep till seven because no. that was not his date that he said totally. that was your date. And so like, that's not how a relationship with God always works. Like relationship with him is 24 yeah. seven. Like talk to him all day long. If you like read your Bible, like meditate on the truth. The Bible talks about that. For those who meditate on the word will be like a tree planted by streams of yeah. living water. But it's not like if you don't do your devotional, then it's like a crucial thing in your relationship with God. He's there all the time. I want to ask you one last thing just personally. You know, you talk about people commenting about We the Kingdom and stuff that y'all put out. And like, Mm -hmm. I love holy water. I love what y'all are doing. I think it's awesome. What from you and your family, like, why do y'all do it? Why do y'all write the music? Why do you sing? Like, what would you want people to know your heart is behind what you do? That's a really a great question. The band kind of started as an accident. We didn't like ever set on being a family band. That's hmm. honestly being young. I was like, that sounds like <laughs> terrible, but it's not. It's amazing. The Lord really directed our paths to lead to this point, and it makes total sense. And it's been really, really sweet. I think the one thing that we want people to take away from this record, though, I mean, people ask like, "What is the record about?" And it literally is. It's our first record, so it's about everything that we've experienced awesome. up until this point, which is a lot of stuff. But I think that the heart behind it is that people would feel deeply and dearly loved by the Lord, by Jesus, no matter where they are in life, because he loves us so much. And so I hope that the record gives people permission to be able to enter into whatever place they need to be in, whether that's a place of sadness or vulnerability with God, whether that's a place of deep joy, whether that's a place of deep rest and peace or Mm -hmm. whatever. I'm hoping that people will be able to find a, a song for each sort of season in their heart it's awesome that can help them experience deeper connection with god and with people but i love that because that's what it's done for me so i'm i'm so grateful for the songs i mean they've been some of them have been around for a really long time so it's cool to now like share them with people i love that that's so cool cool. well we're so excited for you i say we because i always like speak in we because i'm talking about my whole team and my husband and my family like we love it and we're excited for y'all if you haven't gone and got the album go get it holy water and thank you franny for being on thank you so much for having me this is awesome see you guys bye Thank you so much for listening to the Whoa That's Good podcast. I have so much fun doing this. I hope y'all have fun listening. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Legit Sadie Rob and follow the podcast at Whoa That's Good Podcast. Head on over to liveoriginal.com to see when I'm in a city near you or visit Live Original blog on our online store, which carries my exclusive Words by Sadie Rob line. Also, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave comments so we can hear what you're loving. Also want to give a special shout out to my audio engineer, Marcus DePaula, the whole team at United Talent Agency, and my Live Original team. You guys are awesome, and hey, so are all of you too. Thanks so much for listening.